Hey everybody, welcome back. I am going to take you this week through a successful podcast launch. Basically, I'm gonna share with you my system for launching a podcast successfully. Uh, This is a system that I'm using right now with five or six different podcasts that we are launching this month. And so I'm gonna run through the three things that I focus on when launching a podcast. And these are not, this is not the ins and outs of the launch. I'm not gonna talk about timing necessarily. There will be a little bit. I'm not gonna talk about who you send it to, how you send it, all these types of things. I'm gonna talk about the, well, actually the whole thing, all all the details of a launch. And they fall into three categories with a podcast. The first thing I do is I borrow audiences. Okay, and I'm gonna go through that and tell you what that's like. The next thing I do is I I get together a launch team. Okay, a team of people that support you and wanna help you with your podcast launch. And then finally, I'm gonna go through creating other content. Okay, other content that you can put on other channels like social media, sending out their email, video, all those types of things. Okay, so first, let's talk about borrowing audiences. Imagine having an audience growth technique that wouldn't require you to have perfect search engine optimization, but would still deliver listeners who are already interested in hearing what you have to say. Okay, so let's take a look at why you should borrow audiences from other successful podcasts. That's what the system is. The best way to grow your podcast audience quickly is to borrow audiences from other podcasters because those audiences are already listening to podcasts. They already trust the host of that other podcast. And as you're starting out as a new podcaster, other podcasters will likely have larger audiences than you. For example, Edison Research and their infinite dial yearly study of all online audio sources finds that the number two way listeners find a podcast is by having it recommended to them by a friend, family member, colleague, or through another podcast. Think about the trust you have in the podcast host you listen to, and you will understand this effect. If you can appear on other podcasts as an expert talking about a specific topic that relates to the the podcast host's larger focus area or brand, some of their audience will be interested in listening to you. When you appear on other podcasts as a guest, I recommend sharing specific episodes of your own podcast that you'd like those new listeners to explore. This method gives them a quick and easy way to go find your podcast because they already are in a podcast app, most likely, to follow it, to start listening to your podcast and begin building a relationship with you. Barring audiences really is the best way I know to grow your audience quickly. Now, before we move on to the next step, I want you to take a moment now, you can pause if you need to, but list out several podcasts in your industry or related niche that have been podcasting longer than you and and where you think you would be a good guest or you should be a guest. So when you start borrowing audiences, there's a thing you need called a press kit. Now, if you've ever heard of the phrase, work smarter, not harder, uh, allowing a podcast host to work smarter will make it much more likely that they will book you as a guest. So here's how you do that with a press kit. If you're going to get booked as guest on another podcast, you're going to need a press kit that reflects your podcast brand and content focus. This makes it easy for podcast hosts to understand who you are, what you can talk about in an interview, and it provides them with the necessary information they will need for promotion. If you help them out, they're more likely to book you, okay? Um, So I'll use my press kit as an example, and I'll list the link to it in the show notes. 
Um, I've got my bio and headshot on there. So I include a short bio, 500 words or so that could be read by the host as part of their introduction of you or could be shortened even more to use in promotional materials. And then I provide them some way to download my headshot so that they can use it in social media and things like that. I list possible topics and questions episode topics, questions, and I list my answers so the host can do more preparation ahead of time. It alleviates some of the pressure on them and makes their job easier leading up to a better interview. I also include links, social proof, uh, and a scheduling button, okay? Trying to make it easier for them, I provide them with all the necessary links. My logo for graphics, social proof of entities that trust me, um, and I put that button on there that goes to my calendar so they can schedule a time if they want with me. Um, usually, though, it works out where they say, hey, I'd love to have you on my show after you pitch them, which we will talk about in a second. And then uh, you go to their scheduling link to book a time. Having a press kit just makes it easy for podcast hosts to understand who you are, what you can talk about in an interview, and, and it provides them with the necessary information they need for promotion. So again, before moving on, take a moment now. Um, write out a couple of topics you're an expert on that a podcast host might be able to use when they interview you. Now, what's the next issue? You got to meet other podcasters. I get that question a lot. How do I meet other podcasters? And rather than having you join every Facebook podcasting group you can find, I have a much easier way for you to meet podcasters. So let's learn how to um, join podcaster communities. Podcast hosts are always looking for guests because just like you, you're going to experience this. They have to consistently publish content. Thankfully, there are several valuable resources and communities that help podcasters connect with each other. I recommend setting up profiles um, in a bunch of communities. I'm going to list them and I'll put them in the show notes as well. Within these communities, you can pitch other podcasters and be pitched by them. And you'll also be able to communicate within the site or the app so you don't have to clutter up your email. So there are links that I'm gonna share, like for Podit, Audrey, there's podcastguest.com, podcast.co slash matchmaker, podmatch, perfectpodcastguest.com. There's a bunch of them. If you have a budget and you want someone to do the pitching for you, um, there are some agencies that I uh, recommend who, you'll, who will pitch for you and book interviews for you. Um, first of all, I really recommend working with Angie Trueblood, who's been on this show before. Uh, there's Interview Valet out there and Interview Connections, um, Podcast Virtuoso. There's a bunch of different sites, a bunch of different services that will do a good job pitching for you. Joining a podcaster community or having someone pitch for you is a great way to gain access to other podcasters. And I think you should consider it. So stop right now, if you can pause and go sign up for a couple of these sites and set up your profiles and you'll be well on your way. <clears throat> so now we get to that step of we've got to pitch another podcaster. So what do we do? Um, are you tired of sending emails and DMs to podcasters asking to be a guest? and you never hear back from them, right? Well, chances are you're missing some key points in your pitch that will increase your chances of receiving a reply. So if you'd like to grow your audience, it's best to pitch yourself as an expert to podcasts that have larger audiences than you do. We've already talked about that. A simple way to find those podcasts is to go through Apple Podcasts' top 200 list for the category that your podcast is in or related categories. So if you're a business podcast, look in business or business management or business entrepreneurship or whatever. 
The most efficient way to pitch podcasters <clears throat> is to find their contact information and send them an email. Now, when you're sending these cold pitches, you've got to craft an email that will make a connection. Okay, make it easier for the podcast host to interview you. If you make their job easier and you show that you care, they will be much more likely to respond to you, much more likely to book you. Okay, so first of all, include the following information. One, you've got to show authentic interest in their podcast. You've got to listen to a few episodes. Determine how your expertise complements their show. Okay, share positive thoughts about a specific episode that you listen to and really actually listen to these episodes. Don't try to fake it. I get pitches every day where they comment on some episode uh, of my podcast where I can tell they didn't listen to the episode. And then explain to the podcast host why you'd be a good guest. Share a screenshot of a review that you actually left for their podcast, okay, thanking them for the great content. Then you're going to share your press kit. Don't spend too much time on bio or anything like that. Just, just share your link, PDF copy. Maybe give a brief highlight of a topic or include some of the questions that they could ask in the email itself. And at the very end, include a very brief bio. Okay, you don't want to start at the top of the email talking about how great you are and not caring about them. Tell them first why you think their podcast is awesome, why you think you'd be a good fit. And then if you have some interviews that you've uh, you've been on other podcasts, share those as well. Really, pitching podcasters with a larger audience by using very authentic and informative pitch emails is one of the best ways to secure bookings and grow your audience. Um, so right now, write down which category are you in and go ahead and make a list of like the, the first 10 podcasts you're going to pitch. That will be really, really awesome, really helpful to you uh, for getting on those podcasts right away. Okay, so now that was borrowing audiences. Let's talk about your launch team, okay? It's tempting to only think about outside audiences when you're trying to grow your podcast, but most people actually miss a resource that they already have at their disposal. So I wanna talk through the, pro the, prop the purpose and the process and the focus of a launch team and why it's important to have one. These are, these are your people. Your best promoters will come from your current audience. They are the people who listen to you the most and have built a relationship with you and they trust you. You can ask for their help when you need to launch your podcast and grow your audience. And that's why we call them your launch team, okay? When promoting a podcast, it's best to build a team that will promote your podcast over a concentrated period of time, usually about a week, where they will follow, rate and review your podcast on as many podcast platforms as possible, and then also share your podcast with their own communities, friends, family, and colleagues. This demonstrates to podcast directories like Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, that there's a definite interest and listenership for your podcast. <clears throat> Building a launch team from your current audience is, is gonna help you grow an audience from the start. I, I believe in it, I've seen it work many times. Create a list of the locations right now that you could use to contact your current audience. Do you have an email list? Do you have, what about social media channels? Collect those names, collect that contact information so that you have a place to start. So how do you put together a launch team? Um, why would you spend time sending bunches of emails to your community when you can actually automate most of this process? So I wanna talk about some of the tools you can use and the tips for assembling the right team to launch your podcast. So as you build the launch team, you will need to have an email management system, okay? Email management system, you're gonna to need to have a form builder, so Google Forms, Type Forms, something similar, and the ability to send rewards, like a gift card, 
to members of the launch team. So the process starts with emails. And in email one is gonna go to your entire list or the entire list on your email list that you wanna send it to. And maybe potentially your social media channels. In email one, you're gonna mention the launch of your podcast. You're gonna ask people to join the team, explain what it involves. You're gonna let them know that team members could receive a reward for their help. I recommend saying, hey, I'm gonna give out a few gift cards or something like that. And then you have to give them a method method to join the team. So this is something simple, like a link in the email that will tag them in your email management system. Okay, it happens in, in a bunch of different ways in different systems. We use ConvertKit and we can create an email where when we insert the link, we can tell that link to tag them as a launch team member. And then we've got them on a list. And then you set up an automation so email two will go out automatically and it'll only go to people who join the team and it sends immediately after they join. In email two, you're gonna thank them for joining. You're gonna remind them of the timeline of the launch of your podcast and then it asks them to fill out a form, okay? So this is the Google form where they're gonna enter their contact information. It gives them the ability to select a date during the launch week that they will commit to promoting your podcast, okay? So it's gonna tell them to pick a date. Um, and it's going to remind them about the reward. Now, the rest of the emails, three, four, and five, are only going to go to the launch team. So that's important to remember. Email one went to everybody that you wanted it to go to. Email two goes to the launch team immediately after they join. And then these next three emails are for the launch team only. So email three is going to go out about three days before the launch week start. Um, email one, I like to give people maybe five to seven days to join the team before you start sending out uh, more of the important stuff. So email three is gonna go out three days before the launch day. In email three, you're gonna thank them again, and then you're gonna give them sample copy, sample um, writing, swipe copy, whatever you wanna call it, of messages that they can share with their community, which will include a description of your podcast, why they like it, and how people can find out more about it or how they can listen to it. Okay, so you're going to give them that. We send it for like a sample post for LinkedIn, a sample post for Facebook, um, and then a sample email, something like that. Now, email four is going to go out the day before the launch, the day before the launch week starts. And email four is just going to remind them that tomorrow is the start. Okay, tomorrow is the start of the launch week. Then on the day that launch week starts or launch day, whatever you want to call it, email five goes out. Email five thanks them again, okay? It thanks them. It tells them things are going great. This is sort of the guilt trip email uh, uh, that if they've forgotten or something like that, th this one will remind them, okay? It reminds them again to rate and review, to follow, to share on their selected date if they haven't yet, okay? And then you're gonna send out a reminder email to the individual people on the date that they chose, just reminding them, hey, this is the date you chose, please go and follow and rate and review, and I love you, and, and I appreciate you, and all that sort of stuff, okay? So using your email management system and this launch team email sequence makes your process with your launch team really easy and straightforward and really helps out, okay? So now let's hit that final thing, the other content or the social media launch, if you will. Um, I don't always like the phrase, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Uh, but when launching a podcast, it's a good idea to at least try to get some good publicity by helping people solve their problems. So here's a way that you can use your other channels, other content during your launch for your podcast that will help you build an audience and also get them interested in your podcast. 
So it's very helpful to produce some significant content on your social media channels during the time around your launch, preferably in the first few weeks that your podcast is actually available to the world. I recommend doing some type of video training or masterclass that provides significant value to your audience and creates buzz around you that will support interest in the launch of your podcast. So you're going to start by posting on your social media channels to ask your followers to pay attention to this space, okay, starting on a specific day. I'm going to be doing something big. I'm going to be training people. Uh, I'm going to have these three webinars coming up, whatever you want to do. Tell them to look out, tell them to turn on notifications, all those types of things. Then over about three days or three times during a week or three weeks in a row, you're going to post three videos. You're going to go live three times. You're going to do a webinar, three webinars, whatever. And then during these three pieces of content, you're going to provide significant training. Okay, you're going to solve common problems. You're going to address one of the common pain points or questions that you see all the time with your audience, with your clients, community, whatever. So start by identifying the main element of your training or masterclass and explaining why it's important. Then in the next video, the second video, you're going to share stories, case studies, clients who've experienced the same problem. And then finally, in the last video, the third video, the third webinar, whatever you want to do, you're going to share some solutions for the problem. In each video or live broadcast, remember to ask people to comment, um, or if they're live with you, ask them questions while you have them so you can answer them and have some interaction. Additionally, ask them to share the content with their network so that more people sees it. So like if you've got people on that first video that like it and they're commenting and they're involved, tell them to tell more people that you're gonna be live again tomorrow or have them register for the webinar and share that link with people. Whatever you can do to get more eyeballs is, is the best. Finally, during that last video, last live stream, last webinar, let people know that if they've enjoyed what you've been doing, if they've enjoyed the training, if they've learned something, remind them that you have a podcast and that you're going to be doing the same thing each episode and then give them the information for how to follow your podcast. This is the simplest form of a, of a launch because you don't actually have to sell something. You don't have to send them to a sales page. You don't have to do a pitch for an offer. All you're asking for is, hey, if this helped you, go listen to my podcast. I think you're going to like it. Taking time to create significant content on your social media channels around your launch will create some buzz around your podcast launch. And it's going to draw more people to your podcast who wouldn't have otherwise heard about it. So what I want you to do now is take a moment and identify that significant problem, the, that big question you get all the time that you could solve for people that view this content and that would help them drive, help you drive them to your podcast. So this has been a big process. Uh, this episode's getting close to 20 minutes now. And we've talked through how to borrow an audience by creating a press kit and then pitching people um, interacting with other podcasters and then how to build a launch team from your existing audience um, who's going to be loyal to you, who's going to be really helpful in promoting you. And then finally, how to go to your other channels, your social media, your YouTube channel, whatever, to promote your podcast to an outward audience and get those people in. And if you want some help with this or you want some reminders of what these steps are, I know I listed a lot of information in this in this episode, I have a great checklist for this. And this is my podcast roadmap. So all you have to do is go to dannyosmond.com slash roadmap to download that podcast roadmap. And it's going to help you work through this launch strategy, this launch sequence um, that I take 
all of my launch clients through and, and build for them. So thank you again for being here this week. And I look forward to seeing you next time.